0: This podcast is presented to you by Pastors Tom and Bonnie DeShall from Celebration Church in Harare, Zimbabwe. For more information, please visit celebrationmen.org.
1: Before you take your seats, just high-five somebody
2: to your left and left or right and tell them, neighbor, the earth, said, the earth beneath my feet is about to shift in my favor. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Take your seats. I just want my wife to greet you. She's uh, my wife. Both of my, both me and my wife, we love this church. So just uh, give another Zimbabwe welcome to my wife, Pastor Kamala.
3: Maneru, they know the Zimbabwe. I love Zimbabwe. I love I love celebration, and it's a privilege to be here tonight. I just want to honor. Um, Pastor Tom and Pastor Bonnie. Uh, I know they're not here. I miss them, and, um, but I, I'm so glad to be back. And uh, thank you again, Pastor Tommy, for having us here. Uh, but I just want to say something. Um, I think this, I want you to be very expectant because this message was really birthed out of, of Africa. This is a, ve- a revelation that my husband has that is very costly because I almost lost him We almost lost him. About two years ago, he almost died. And during that time, this is when this revelation on speaking to the earth was birthed. So just be expectant tonight, okay? I love you all. And again, thank you for having me here.
2: Love you. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for coming back tonight. Uh, this is really a deliverance night. Uh, come on, somebody. Amen. You came tonight. You might as well give me your energy. Amen. Those weak amens don't belong at uh, this great church. Amen. All right. Amen. I- I- I'm not going to be... Um, long because really this this is about more the the prayer part because we gotta this is a one of those messages that leads to an end game where we want to be able to activate what God is giving us. But because I am a theologian I've always I'm always I always labor under the burden of wanting to give biblical foundation for what God wants to do before we get it done. Particularly in Africa because you guys have come up with amazing ways you are doing things so I I have to make sure that you understand that what you're doing today is really something founded in the Word of God and it's not a gimmick amen Amen. and at the same time it's not something that I want you to to do every time because I don't do it every time you see since we must understand something about God the Bible says as many as are led by the Spirit they are the what sons of God amen there's a danger, you know, we see now today people selling holy water. Man, it's just water. <laughs> Maybe it was holy once when you prayed for it, the first time, after what, it's just, it's just water. You see, sometimes God can use different things, up aprons to heal people, but you do not create doctrines out of them because understand something, nothing replaces the Holy Ghost. Methods cannot replace the Holy Ghost. And so when you find people now, Come on, somebody. I was watching it. I was in my room, and I was watching this TV show. Uh, there was an African prophet. You, I don't want to mention his name. You'd know him. He's, but He's out of Nigeria. And I, just, I had to switch it off because it was so depressing. You see what I'm saying? These people are being healed because of this morning water. I said, now there's morning water. There's evening water. There's afternoon water. And I'm like, I wonder what kind of demons afternoon water key was. Uh, It was. It's crazy stuff. You know, and we want to stay away from that because, you know, there is real breakthroughs, real things that can work for us. Amen? Yes. Let me tell you something today. The most important person on earth today is the Holy Spirit. Yes. And amen? So this came from the Holy Spirit, but I only use it when he tells me to do it. And so when you do it, and you're going to find out it's not something you can do all the time anyway. And I'm, and, but so I'm going to tell you how to use it uh, as a tool of deliverance. Someone say, "Tool of deliverance." Amen. Amen. When you're given a tool, please don't leave it in the tool box. Do you catch that? When you're given a tool, don't go and leave it in the tool box. Amen. Just use the tool whenever you can use it. Amen. So I, w- I want to talk to you about a. a, 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 a a levelation that's now become a book, and uh, probably we might, a, we might be going on seed roth, just working on some things to do this book again. But, but it's, it's a book that was, like my wife said, the levelation was born in Africa, you know, not because I was looking for it, but because I was in crisis, and this is how God rescued my life. And in rescuing me, he began to explain to me what happened, and began to give me the whole theology, the whole revelation behind it behind this too, and, and we have applied it in different parts and seen miraculous things begin to happen in people's lives. So I want to speak to you on a message I've entitled, I Speak to the Earth, Lily's Prosperity. I speak to the earth, Lily's Prosperity. Amen? How many know that if prosperity is going to come in your life, it's going to come from earth? Heaven's influence might come upon the earth, but, but prosperity is going to come from the earth. Even the blessing of Abraham is designed to cause the earth to gift to you. I mean, mean, you know, if you you bought a car, it didn't come from heaven. It came from earth. The blessing blessing that caused you to have the car is from the Lord, but how you got it, you got it from the place called earth. Is that right? So, So much of our prosperity is truly connected to the earth. Now, what I want to do before I go into the actual teaching, I want to establish... An important principle. Like I told you this morning, I love principles. I build my life and my whole around principles and parents. Because they're very reliable. Leviticus, this principle, this important principle that I want to lay down. Now to become the plumb line for what we're doing tonight. Is found in Leviticus 18, verse 25 to 27. Leviticus 18 25 to 27 Because sometimes the struggle we are having could, Sometimes the struggle we are having We might be blaming the economy But there could be other things Hiding behind the economy Why things are not working See, the devil is a master At hiding behind something that you can believe So see, demons are masters At hiding at something you can accept And by accepting something Without investigating through the Holy Ghost You may end up accepting the demons Behind the activity. So that's why I want to establish this important principle, important principle, amen? Because the reality is I'm finding people even in nations where you think the economy is great that are still having tremendous struggle. So it's not even the economy, there's something more, amen? And so I want to to read uh, these scriptures because they're very powerful to me. For the land is defiled. The land is what? Can you imagine that the land can be defiled just like you can be defiled? The land is defiled, therefore, this is God talking. The land is defiled, therefore I visit the punishment of the iniquity upon it. I visit the punishment of its iniquity upon it. And the land, look at this, the land vomits out its inhabitants. That's why some of the stuff you guys are trying to do in Zimbabwe, it's not working for you because the land is vomiting you out. The land vomits out its inhabitants. You shall therefore, now it goes deeper. You shall therefore keep my commandments. So there's something about keeping the commandments of God that causes the land to begin to move in our favor. You shall therefore keep my statutes and my judgments and shall not commit any of these abominations either any of your own nation or any stranger who dwells among you. For all of these abominations, the men of the land have done. So this this land had a prayer history. God said, the men of the land have done. These abominations, the men have done who were before you. So you could be fighting devils that came on the land because of the men who came before you who are before you, and thus the land is defiled. So the principle I wanted to understand is this. When the land is defiled, there's a judgment that is released from the courts of heaven on the land. And one of the signs is that the land doesn't give its best to the inhabitants thereof. As a matter of fact, many of the people in the land can't stay in the land. They run away. They go into exile. And in exile, they they struggle even where they go, but they left the land anyway to vomit them out. So I just want you to understand that that is the plumb line behind what I'm going to teach today. And uh, uh, so just understand that. I believe that what we're going to do today is not just a deliverance for you, but it's going to be a deliverance for the land. We as the people of God, we are the ones who are anointed according to Scripture to execute the judgments of the Lord. See, the politicians cannot do this. It's only the ecclesia that can do spiritual work. Don't blame the politicians for what you're supposed to do. The politicians, no matter what they do, they are not anointed to relieve the judgments of the Lord on the land. But you are the blood of God. It's your job to redeem this land. And tonight, let's redeem this land. Are you catching what I'm saying? Amen? Sometimes when the land is in convulsions, it's telling you something. Okay? So we, we, so I want you to understand that in your backdrop. Now let me give you very quickly my testimony. Okay? Because this is how this revelation is born to me. In 2015, I lost 19 laws. I take that way back. My mother transitioned because when somebody is born again, they're not lost. My mother, my mother was a woman of God. They told me the day that she went to be with Jesus, she told my young sister Judy, she said, I feel the spirit of worship coming upon me. And they tell me my mother and my sister worshiped. And is it, is it, she, my, my father said, I've never seen mom worship like that. She worshiped for three hours nonstop. And in the third hour, she just slumped and she left. So I knew, and when I was in America, they, I, got, I got a text. I was in North Carolina. They told me, your mother is, is going to be with Jesus. I went outside of the church because I was about to preach. I, I, I excused myself. I went to the parking lot and I began to cry. And what I was crying, at, an open vision. And I saw my mother with her hands lifted up. There was so much joy as she was going through the pearly gates. And the Lord spoke to me in an audible voice. He says, I got her now. So I knew it was okay. That, that, that this is where you want to end up, okay? And so, but being the, the firstborn son, I had to do my responsibility to put at rest. And so I, I got on a flight, I mean, I, I, I began, I got on a flight to, to come to Zambia. And uh, we had a glorious uh, uh, home going for my mother, it was amazing. Just uh, was so reminded by amazing testimony. It's amazing. Uh, so, so everything was going fantastic. We, that, we, that part of it was amazing. I was booked by Pastor Tom because Pastor Tom found out, because you're going to be here, this where Francis is going to be here in Zambia. Why don't you come and speak for us one other action? He said, Pastor Tom, you know what? You, you, know, you don't even have to tell me twice. If you, if you your wish is my command. I said, I'm going to come. So I was looking forward to be with you with the action. If you remember, I, w- I was very looking forward to it. On that Sunday, my, we buried my mother on a Thursday. Sunday, I preached for my uncle, Dr. Dan Puley. You know, in Zambia. So, yeah, feeling fantastic. You know, I was just at like the Energizer Bunny. Everything was going good. And then, uh, was it Monday, I was flying to Zimbabwe to come for action. So, I could not wait. So, Monday came and I told one of my pastors, that this is the pastor that raised me in prayer years, years back, 26 years ago. He's a man that taught me how to fast and to pray. So, I said, man, of God, I, I, I want you to drive me to the airport so we can just fellowship. I was feeling, I was just on top of the world. Now from my uncle's house to the airport is only 45 minutes. So this was supposed to be a short trip, we get there, I'm out of here and I'm in Zimbabwe, okay? That's not how it worked out. So we began to drive. drive, I believe it was 15 or 20 minutes into the drive, I became sick. I mean, I became so sick, it was crazy. But what was unique about the sickness, I told my, my, my pastor, I said, man of God, you got to pray. I think we are in some deep spiritual warfare right now. I don't know what's going on, but my body right now is under a major attack. He said, I feel like half of my body is being buried in dirt. I could feel dirt. I, I could feel like, you know, the sensation of, of being buried, where dirt, I could feel dirt. But if you touch it, of course it's my body. It was, am- it was very weird. I said, God, this is amazing. I said, you need to pray. I feel like I'm being buried alive. And he just, we began to pray. So we prayed. I said, you know, let's just pray. And I told him, I said, I said you know what, maybe these are territorial spirits that I'm just fighting here. I said, let me get to the airport, get to Zimbabwe. And you know, the territorial spirits, they, they don't cross borders. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> Come on, somebody, amen. You know, in the spirit world, there is understanding of order. You know, so I said, you know what? I'm just going to cross when once I get into Zimbabwean airspace, these Zambian demons will go home. That's what I thought, (laughs) amen. And I'm going to go to action and have fun. You know, so we are praying. We're praying, and the closer we got to the Rusaka International Airport, the weaker weaker and weaker and weaker and weaker and weaker I became. I said, this is serious. Okay. And so we get to the airport. I could hardly lift my my my, my handbag. My pastor said, are you sure you want to go? I said, I got to go. I just feel like he said, stay on the airport. Don't go anywhere, but pray me through this airport. I just got to get to Zimbabwe. I believe that I'm going to break this thing off. Whatever this thing is. And so, we, I, I was whisked. So they helped me. I, I, I was whisked through the immigrations. We 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 checked my bags we I was going through them but I was walking so slow because the 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 more I walked to the airplane the weaker I became so much that the, the one of the uh, officials at the airport says, he said he said young man are you sh- sure you want to you want to go you don't look good to me I said no I got to go I, I've got to go you know I, I, and so I remember I was the last person on the Kenyan Airways that was bound for Harare they were waiting for me they were just Waving me on. As I'm, as I'm moving towards this, I heard the voice of the Holy Spirit. You see, my friends, to me, my life can be defined by one thing. Holy Ghost. I'm a Holy Spirit man. Are you guys what I'm saying? Amen. When the, when the Lord introduced me to the Holy Spirit, I've never let go. I hold on very tightly. Everything else is, everything else can be sought away, but not the Holy Ghost. This is very, I have a very real Talk with the Holy Spirit. I know when He's talking to me. It's a good place. But see, that's not just for me. It's for you. Amen. To be here is a voice accurately where you don't say, "Is that? Is that me? Or is that my uncle's voice last week?" Ah, uh-uh. it's the Holy Ghost. Because that voice can save your life. It can save your business if you can hear it in accuracy. And I'm just going, and I hear the Holy Spirit speak very clearly. He said to me, Francis, if you get on that plane, you die. He didn't, I mean, just, just in his gentle voice. He said, you get on that plane, you die. And when he said you die, I saw myself dying on, in the air. Clear. And I put back. The man that was walking me said, he said, you, I said, what's up? I said, tell them to go. I, I need my bags off there. Tell them I need my bags off there. I'm not going to go, and you better go in an ambulance. Now, I'm somebody who's never been in a, inside of a hospital until I came, until that time. I've never been in an ambulance by the grace of God. But now, so they called for an ambulance because at the at the airport, and they rushed me to a clinic there to see. When they got when the when the nurse at the air clinic began to check my body, they were, she said, "I don't know why you are not why you don't have a stroke right now. Your high blood pressure. I've never had it before. As is ridiculously crazy. You the numbers are off the charts. You should not even be standing." You know, so she started doing, they started working around. They started doing their things. I call my pastor, give me my cell phone. I said, hey, man, come to this side. I'm in the clinic now. I'm not going. You need to come and pray. So they come and they try to stabilize. They're, they're doing their thing. While they are doing their thing, the Holy Spirit speaks to me in a gentle voice. Because let me tell you something about the Holy Spirit. Nothing freaks him out. <laughs> are you guys what I'm saying? God never said, oh, myself, what are we going to do with that thing? It's never like that. I mean, it was the same gentle voice because, we see, the more power you have, the more gentle you speak. Because when you speak, it goes further. He just said to me, don't worry about what she's doing. Let her do what she's doing to your body. Let her do what she's got to do. That's what she's trying to do. He said to me, but you must understand. You're in a warfare like you've never had before. Your very life was on the line. You just need to pray. So I'm pressing in, Apostle Harrison is is pressing in, I'm on this bed, you know, and then finally they were able to stabilize me just a little bit. They said, we got to get this man out of here, take him to a hospital where they really have equipment to deal with what's going on with him. So I called my uncle, Dan Pulley. I said, listen, we are going to St. John's Medical Center, they are driving me there over right now. I said, really? He said, call my, tell my sisters, everybody pray, this is a prayer thing, let him pray. By the time we got there, some of my family members, my brothers were already there waiting for me. When the doctor looked at me, she just said, my God, you know, I'm going to have to admit this guy. This guy is in serious trouble. You see what I'm saying? So again, I get admitted now in the hospital, and they gave me some drugs to really try to to deal with what was was going on in, in my body. And uh, so three of my brothers were there, and I asked one of them, his name is Steven, and he's, a, he's, a, he's the only worship leader in our family. He's a musician that's well- known in Zambia. I told him as I say, as a young man, I want you to stay with me tonight, because I could even hardly walk to go through a restroom. It was very difficult. You, I had to hold something, and so I said, "I want you I don't know how the night, this is going to be a tough night. you' just." So he's so he remained at the at the hospital. The doctors left, did their thing, they left, and all. Oh, we just remained with nurses, and they gave me my room. And I was, and I was just I was fighting through the through the whole time. I'm feeling like half of my body is already buried in dirt. Very very weird feeling. At about 12 p.m. that night, my wife was not with me, but she she heard about my uncle that somehow contacted her. Just to let her know, your husband is in trouble. But you just pray. Everything is going to be fine. We're praying on this side. And um, then I got a call from her. And uh, a prophet of God, who's also from Zambia, but God is using mightily, his base in California. And he, my, my, my wife and I called me. I picked up the phone and he began to prophesy immediately. He says, man of God, the Lord said, this is nothing but witchcraft. And the people that are trying to kill you have said he's not going to leave Zambia. And then, by the way, he has a very unusual word of knowledge, prophetic ministry. The real kind, by the way. you got to, you know, in Africa, you have to qualify. The real kind. No Sangomas involved in the revelations. Just God, you know. And he began to describe one of the women. He said, There was a woman, was this? And he described what she was dressed. I said, This woman was one of the people that is involved in this, in this uh, cavern of witches who have said, This boy is going to die in Africa. He's not going to leave Zambia. And he said, Oh my God, I, I, expect, I, I, said, I know who exactly you're talking to. He said, Well, she's one of the people. But God said, You're going back to America. You're going to leave and not die. And they began to pray. We began to pray. And we felt, I began to feel a breakthrough, but it was not full manifestation. They got off the phone, and I told my brother Stephen, I said, Stephen, we need to do what Silas and Paul did. They worshiped the Lord past midnight. I said, well, you know, and we began to worship God. I said, I don't care who gets disturbed. We are going to worship the Lord. <laughs> and I tell you, we began to worship the Lord. We were singing mighty songs. I think we worshiped for about 20 minutes. It's loud as much as, 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 much as we can put into it. just. And then all of a sudden, I heard the voice of the Holy Spirit. He says to me, get up get up go outside the hospital now so i got up i said Stephen, the lord says i need to get up take me outside now this is a private hospital it's very well secure so there have a high wall fence outside gates that are closed with security you cannot just escape <laughs> trust me i felt like escaping you know but he says get out into the yard of the hospital so I'm, so I don't know. I'm, I, I just hate God, and I and I come out, and my brother. I'm holding on to my brother because that's the strength. He's my strength. I do hardly walk. He's just. We get out. And I said, Lord, I'm in the yard, and He says to me, "Go to the flower bed." Flower bed, yeah. So I went to the flower bed, <laughs> I go to the flower bed, and He said, I said, I'm get. So I go to the flower bed, and I'm standing on the flower bed, and the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit said to me. Francis, I want you to pick up the dirt of Zambia. Pick up the soil of Zambia. I have no clue what's going on, except I know the voice of the Spirit. So I picked the dirt. This was minute-by-minute minute instruction. That's why you have to know him that way, because I have no clue. He knows what he's doing. So I have no clue. My brother is like, are you Okay. <laughs> Because you, know, you know, Africa, you have to are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> he said, I said, Stephen, just what I, I, I I'm okay. But I said, other than what well, I put the, the the dirt in my hands, and then the spirit of God said to me, Son of man, prophesy to the soul of Zambia and tell it to release you. Because I want you to go home to America, where I've called you to do the work of the Lord. And I, and he said to me. Prophesy to it and tell the land who you are in the kingdom. Tell it you had no right to hold you. That's why you're feeling it's holding you. He said to me, speak to it. Tell it to release you. Because the people that tried, I tried to kill you, they spoke to it. That's why it's holding you. And it's holding you. Are you catching what I'm saying? He said, because you've got something in common with the land. And there was an open door. He said, you never got over, you, you, you ne-. he said, when you were in Zambia, you, uh, before you came to the Lord, you, I got so, uh, I, I mean, I got so attacked by witchcraft that I developed a fear for witchcraft, and I thought I was over it. But I went to Zambia, God said to me, no, you've never dealt with it. They found that, and that's, so he said to me, but listen, pray, and I, and I began to speak. So I'm beginning, the spirit of prophecy comes upon me, and I'm prophesying to dirt. I'm glad there was no cameras. <laughs> You want not put it in Facebook. I'm looking. This is at 3 a.m. This is 3 a.m. in the morning in Africa and I'm speaking to the dirt. Well, this is not looking good. <laughs> this is Africa. <laughs> but God says, <laughs> He says, speak to it. And I'm speaking and I prophesy. And I, st- I prophesy, no- I prophesy to the dirt. And I said, Soul of Zambia. When I put and then those and I finished prophesying and the Spirit of God said, He said to me, "Put it back, put it back in the soil, put the soil back." And when I put the soil back, from because I was I felt like I was buried in dirt from here down, I could feel the dirt. The moment I put the soil back, the dirt released me with a thud. <laughs> And the life of God began to come from my feet all the way up. And energy of God came upon me. I pushed Stephen as a Stephen. I began to do this. Power came to me all over. Every, all the lights were on. I said to him, I'm fine. I said, he said, What happened? I said, I'm trying to find out, but <laughs> all I know is I'm great, I'm feeling fantastic. And if this doctor does not listen to me, I'm gonna discharge myself. I'll be in Zimbabwe on Tuesday. I knew that. I knew in that moment that, I, that whatever this was, it was broken. And we walked, and Stephen was, wow, I walked here. I was in front of him. <laughs> I went back and I slept. In the morning, the daughter said, wow, what happened? Now was, a got, godly lease. But you must understand something. Now, now I know I'm delivered, but the theologian inside of me now rises. I know the miracles. whatever has happened to me is real. I know the voice that led me through it all was the Holy Spirit. But because of the way God has wired me, I I do not treasure the the supernatural more than I treasure the word of God. I just don't do it. So God knows if you give Francis a supernatural experience, you better explain, even if you are God. That's how God does me. He he said, I know you. I've got to explain to you now. I said, said, you've got to explain. Because if you don't explain to me, I want to see what what happened to me. I'm asking him, what happened to me? He said to me, he said, what happened to you is they used a tool on you of the spirit that my people do not use called lack of knowledge. He said to me, Francis, if you had not spoken to the dirt, you would have died in Zambia. He said, no doubts about it. He said, I, and I could not have done it for you, and I'll explain why I could not do it for you. You have to speak to it yourself. And that's when the Lord began to give me this revelation. So I'm going to give it to you as quickly as I can because I want to get to the prayer part. Amen? Amen? Are you catching what I'm saying? So I want you, God spoke to me. He said to me, so he took me to my favorite book in the Bible. Can anybody guess what that is? Genesis. That's my favorite book in the Bible. Genesis is a book of beginnings. Everything that went, everything, that, everything God established, established is in Genesis. Everything that went wrong is in Genesis. The plan to fix it is in Genesis. It's a book of beginnings. You get what I'm saying? So God said to me, go to the book of Genesis. And I'm going to show you. This spiritual technology of speaking to the earth as a tool of the spirit. He said to me, Francis, what you did is something I did during creation. But I don't do it anymore because I gave it to man. But first let me show it to you, where I'm doing it. Because if I can do it, then you can do it. Because how many know we are called to be imitators of God as his dear children. If our Father does it, we can do it. Amen? If our Father can speak if our father can speak to a tree and it dries up, I can speak to a tree. Because Jesus is my prototype. You catch what I'm saying? Whatever I see the Father doing, that will I do. That's what Jesus said. That's the kingdom lifestyle. So God to Genesis 1, very quickly, the technology of speaking to the earth. This is a tool of the Spirit. It's a technology, but it's a technology that witches are using consistently. As a matter of fact, when I was growing up, I remember my mother talking about it. Are you catching what I'm saying? They said, oh, you need got to be careful. You know what I'm saying? You know, that there are some people who had, who had a business that was thriving, and some witch passed by, took dirt by their business, threw it in front of them, and they were laughing, and in, within, within a couple of months, the business was shut down. I just thought, oh, it's African witchcraft. I didn't know that it was a was technology of the spirit. I didn't know what they were doing. But now, God, I'm going to explain to you what's happening. Amen, Genesis 1, verse 11, Genesis 1, verse 11 to 12. And God said, I mean, if God said, it means God is speaking, is that right? And God, Genesis chapter two, chapter one, verse 11 to 12. Please, if you can put a script I'll put it on there, I'd like the people to see this, if you can do that. Genesis 1, chapter one, verse 11 to 12. This is before the fall of man. This is before the creation of man. So this is a, a tool of the spirit. God establishes before sin heats the planet. So this is this is a tool that is this is a tool that is a kingdom asset. And God said, "Let the earth." So God is speaking directly to the earth. He said, "Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed." And the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed it is in itself, upon the earth. Now, how many know why would God speak to something unless He gave it the capacity to hear His voice? It will be redundant for me to speak to this guy and expect response unless His ability. God is speaking to the earth and He's saying to the earth, "This is what I want you to do for me: bring forth grass." God is very specific what He wants the earth to bring forth. Now. The evidence of hearing is response. If I say, Pastor Taz, come here, come on somebody, the only way you are going to know he heard me is when you see what? Him come to me. Because you are expecting the evidence of response. If he has heard. So if the earth has heard God's voice, then the earth will show us I heard you by the response. So verse 11 is God speaking to the earth. Verse 12 is the earth giving us evidence of response. And by the way, one thing, about, one thing about God God never asks anything to give him what he never put in it already. You know, this is the law of creation. God never asks, so if God asks you to do something, it's already in you. Are you catching what I'm saying? So he says. So look, look at verse 12. This is very interesting. And the earth And it was, and the earth. Now, now the earth. God is silent. Now the earth takes over. Now the earth brought forth grass. That's what brought forth what grass. And herb yielding seed after his kind, and the tree yielding fruit whose seed was in itself after his kind, and God saw that it was good. So God said to me, the earth responded to me, just like the earth responded to you when you told it it to release you. And then he said to me, Francis, then, then, then then he said to me, but what, he said to me, but something happened in the same chapter. He said to me, when did I stop speaking to the earth? And I thought about it, and God said to me, in chapter in verse 26. What happened in verse 26? Let's go to verse 26 of Genesis 126. Genesis 126. I'm gonna give you some more stuff on this stuff. Amen. Hallelujah. How many know if, if Jesus can tell you to speak to mountains, why should why could you why would it surprise you that he would tell you to speak to the earth itself? Jesus said, You shall say to this mountain. Watch this now. Genesis 1 verse 26. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the what? The fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the care on the comes and over the earth. So God said, the reason why I did not speak to the earth on your behalf is because I will not do for you what I've already told you to do. I have delegated the authority to speak to the earth into your hands because you are now the master son on planet earth. God delegated the ability to speak to the planet to his son Adam and by default to everybody else, because to everybody else. Okay. So, so now you, and now watch this. It gets deeper. Psalm 115, David talks about it. Psalm Psalm 115 verse 16. Watch this out. Psalm 115, 115, verse 16. And it says, The heaven, even the heavens, are the Lord's. The heaven, even the heavens are the what? But the earth, he has what? Given to the children of what? The earth, he has given authority over the earth to what? The children of what? Not ownership, but authority. Dominion over the earth has been given to who? The children of men. And the Holy Spirit said, notice, the children of men there doesn't tell us, does not say the born again believers. It simply said the dominion over the planet was given to the children of men even if they're in the other kingdom. So they have dominion over the earth even though their dominion over it is lower than yours because you're the redeemed of the Lord. But if the, in the absence of your voice, the earth has to obey theirs. In the absence of your voice, the earth has to obey theirs. The earth, God, who will not violate his own word, has given to the children of men, even if they are witches, they are still the children of men. And God has given it to them. You catch what I'm saying? We have dominion over the earth. And you can have dominion over anything that you are incapable of speaking to. That violates the law of dominion. Amen? How can you have dominion over your own children if you can't speak to them? Come on, church. That's what dominion means. If I have dominion... Pastor Tom has dominion over this church. Is that right? How do you know? Because he can speak to it. He can cope with the task right now and tell him, I want ABC. And why is he going to do it? Because the man may not be here, but he has dominion over the church. That's the law of dominion. If you've got dominion, then you have the capacity to speak to what you have dominion over. Today, we are going to speak to the soul of Zimbabwe and shift this nation. Are you catch what I'm saying? Because this country is in turmoil. It is in turbulence because it's still reacting to what the children of men who are demonic authors told it to do. Because you won't talk to it. Then you wonder why you live in it. It's spewing you out. Because it's... The the Bible says all of creation is groaning, including the earth, for the manifestation of the children of God. Because even all creation knows that in your deliverance is its deliverance. Are you catching what I'm saying? So God, so watch this. Are you with me so far? I'm going to continue. So God said to me, he's giving me this stuff. Now remember, I'm getting all of this download in the hospital. Now I'm getting the downloads. I'm writing these notes. Because I'm going to find out what happened outside. The Lord said to me, Francis, if you notice in scripture that the earth or the ground is always the first witness, is always the first judicial witness in the dishing of divine blessings or divine punishment. And He took me to scripture, Genesis 3. Genesis what? 3. Genesis 3, watch what happens. What, what, what happened? Genesis 3 verse 17 to 19. Watch this now. This is, and Adam has, you know what has happened by this time. They have, they, have, they, have, they have committed treason against the kingdom of God. You know what's happening now. So God is coming, not as a father, he's coming as a judge. Because this issue must be judged. So he comes and he says, and to Adam he said, because you have hearkened to the voice of your wife, and has eaten of the tree of which I commanded you, saying you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground. Cursed is the ground. Jesus. Cursed is the what? The ground. For your what? Sake. So the ground gets cursed by our disobedience to God because it's better for God to put the curse on the land than to put it on you. Are you catching what I'm saying? Because one way or the other, he will get to you. Why? Because when the land cannot give you what you need, and you're struggling, you're going to go to God. And say, God, what's going on? I said, yeah, I'm glad you came back to me. Are you catch what I'm saying? He said, curse is the ground for your sake. Watch this. What, now what happens to the ground? Cursed for, for, for thy sake. In sorrow you shall eat of it. All the days of your life, thorns and feasts shall it bring forth to thee. And thou shalt eat of the herb of the field. And in the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread, till you return unto the ground, for out of it you were taken; for dust you are, and to dust you shall return. Hmm. But look, look, look at look at some look at Isaiah one verse nineteen. Look at the judicial witness of the earth. So this is the this is, this is a, the earth's witness in judgment. But look at the earth's witness in ble, in blessings. When you are living the kingdom out, you're living watches. Is that one verse nine? If you are willing and what? If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the what? The land. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the what the land. So the earth is a witness to the kind of life you are living before God. This is very interesting. You catch what I'm saying? That's why before in the old covenant they had no Bible, so God used the land to speak to them. They didn't have no Bible. They didn't have no palm pile, They didn't have what you have. That's why when David realized for three years there was nothing happened, the land was telling them something between you and God is wrong. It was the land that brought David to the altar of God, and then God told him it's because of what Saul who killed the Gibeonites. It was the land that told them what was wrong. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? Your father is a genius. Everything he created works for him, one way or the other. Just don't know how. David says, okay, I know the land is talking to us. That's why God, every time Israel, the whole Israel, they had no Bible. So God would use these guys. Okay, I'll just use the land. The land will tell you what's happening to you. When it's dry, it's because you are dry spiritually. When it's rainy, you are in the Holy Ghost. The land will tell them. Are you sure what I'm saying? Amen. That's why God hated Egypt. You know why God hated Egypt? Because you see, God I had to give them a promised land. Why? Well, he wanted a land that can speak to them about what God was doing in them as a covenant people. Now, go to Genesis 4. This is interesting. This, it gets deeper. A little bit deeper. Amen. But I, 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 I just want to wrap it up. Amen. By the way, don't get weird on me. It's, this is the Bible. Amen. Don't slap me, it's in the Bible. What I'm about to show you now, if it, was not, if it was not in the Bible, I would not have believed it either. But it's in the Bible. This is now Cain. Cain has just destroyed, has just killed his brother Abel, and God again comes down on the land as a judge. By the way, one of my dear friends might be coming next year. I believe he and Pastor Tom have been talking, Robert Henderson. My God, you don't want to miss action because he's going to teach you on the courts of heaven. So God comes not as a father, but as a judicial judge. Because why? There's something has happened, and he can't come as a father. He has to come as a judge. This is a trial in motion. God comes to Cain and says, Cain, he puts him on the witness stand. What happened to your brother? Verse 9, and the Lord said to Cain, where is Abel your brother? And he said, I know not. I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? Look at this now. And God said, this is, and he said, what have you done? What have what? The voice of your brother's what? Blood cries to me from where? The ground. Not from him, from the ground. The ground also knows what you have done. Oh, come on. So the ground is giving me a judicial testimony that has forced, has compelled me as judge to leave the throne to come and deal. Otherwise the land won't stop talking to me. What have you done? The blood, the, the, the blood cries to me from the ground that has received your uh, from the ground. And now thou art cursed from the earth. So there are curses that come directly from the earth against a person's life. Remember? now you are cursed from the where? The earth that has received your what? Oh, my God. Now you are cursed from the earth, from the what? Which has, now, 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 God, now, this is where it gets, which has opened her mouth. Her mouth. And the Lord spoke to me that, Francis, you need to know the earth is a sheep. Her mouth. She says, God, this is huge. She says She's got a mouth and she's a she. And this is, not, this is God telling, this is the creator telling Abel, Ken, about the product he created called earth. She has received something in her mouth. And she doesn't like the taste of it. It's the blood of an innocent man. How many people in Zimbabwe have some of our ancestors spilled their blood and this land received their blood before their destinies were fulfilled and the the land does not like the test and you are the one paying for it because the land has never been given the justice over that destroyed destiny. You wonder why every business you start in Zimbabwe doesn't work. Because somebody in your bloodline spilled blood that this land received in our mouth. And the taste of that, the bad taste of that blood is still crying as a judicial testimony against your bloodline in the courts of heaven. And Lucifer knows it. So when Lucifer comes and he says, you know, Lord, even the, even the, even the ground is talking, you listen to the voice. Are you catching what I'm saying? She roches, to me. He said to me, "The, the earth is a she." I said, "What God was He said, "Saint Francis." He said, "There are only two beings on the planet who are similar." And he said to me, "It's the woman and the earth, and the devil hates them both because they have a womb." She's a she because the earth has a womb. How do you know? Because the womb has a capacity, has a capacity, and it has a capacity to deal with seed and make it into something bigger. Women and the earth are the only two people that can do that. A woman can take seed and give you a baby, the earth can take maize and give you a whole maize field. They have a womb. That's why God took the womb of the woman from the earth. So God told me, he said, friends, let me tell you something. He said, said, when the new age people say, Mother Earth, they are right. The problem is, they're not supposed to worship it. It's your instrument. She's a she. That's why I talked to her. And remember what Jesus said to me, the parable of the sower. He said, don't you understand the sea? if you understand this principle, this parable of all the parables, if you understand this one, you never understand the kingdom. He said, let me tell you, the seed is the word of God. So what did God give to the earth? He gave it seed, which is the word. And it brought forth the harvest of the word. Are you catching what I'm saying? So God said to me, look at this now. Look, This, this is interesting. He said, when you till the ground, when you till... When you till the ground, the land, you work your business, you work your connections, your networks, it shall not release our strength to do. Robert Henderson was at my church just doing a meeting for us with Steve Brock. Um, and uh, Robert said, you know, he struggled for years. He said he lost millions of dollars. He loved the Lord. He said, God, I love you. I'm doing everything I can. He said, why am I losing money? Like, what have I done? And one day, God came to him and said, Robert. He gave him a vision. He said, he said Robert, the reason why you keep losing things is because there's a judicial testimony against you in the court of heaven. Because there was a grandfather, there was one of your grandfather, by carelessness, just killed a man's life. He said, so the devil has, had legal, has felt as he has legal right to ask for your destiny because your, fa- your grandfather was careless and destroyed the destiny of somebody I also called to do something great. So he said, I went before God and I began to reprint for that shed blood that was destroyed by the carelessness of my family. And he said, from that day, my ministry exploded. Friends, this, this, this stuff is... Come on, somebody, amen? And I know Pastor Tom has been teaching you a little bit about the, the judicious side of the kingdom of God. Come on, somebody. Amen? Okay, let's go further. Let, let, let me almost finish. I, I'm, I, let, me wrap it, let, me, let me wrap this up because I want to get us to pray. Are you catching this? I'll give you two more things and we are going to begin to... We're going to stand up and we're going to go into a prayer and shift some things. And I prophesy as a prophet of God by next year, this time, there'll be all kind of testimonies. Oh, by the way... By the way, it's going to even happen faster because I'm, I'm going to come back for action in 2050. I'm coming to here. Okay. I'm going to, I'm just going to support, but I'm coming. Okay. You catch what I'm saying? I'm coming to support Pastor Tom. All right. I'm, I just invited myself. Doesn't matter. I'm going to be here. Tommy, I just invited myself. My wife and I will be here for action to support the man of God. Okay. I don't have to speak to, to support Pastor Tom. Amen. I love the man of God. I don't have to, I don't have to preach for me to support action. I will be here just to come to support the man of God. Are you guys what I'm saying? But even by the time I come for action, I'll be like, man, God, you will not believe what's happening in my life. I don't know how believe. Talk to me. He says, you know, before you came, I was about to leave Zimbabwe. Now I love Zimbabwe. Because Zimbabwe loves me now. Because Zimbabwe is about to shift beneath your feet. She's been crying for this. The land has been crying for this. When are we going to have some kingdom people who are going to release us from this bad test in our mouth? Okay. So, this, it gets more weird. <laughs> but it's the Bible. <laughs> Blame the Bible, not the preacher. Go to Numbers. just end with Numbers. We're going to end with Numbers. Numbers 16, 28-34. If this was not in the Bible. So, so now, now, now I, I said, God, I'm liking this. I'm saying, I said, Lord, you've got to tell me now. I said, I like this. I see it in the Bible. But God, if you are teaching me, he said, show me a, you know, I'm very hard. Show me. I mean, the Lord is never, I mean, the Lord is never afraid to be challenged by the word. He says, God, then show me another man of God apart from me who is in the Bible whom you taught the technology of speaking to the earth, he said, oh, yeah, you're not the first one. Let me show you. He said to me, Moses. He says, I taught Moses. I gave Moses So So, so, so go, to, go to Numbers 16 very quickly. Are you with me so far? Numbers what? Look at verse 28. Now, as you're going to Numbers 26, 20, 16, 28 to 34. Let me just give you the point God gave me about this passion. He said, The earth is a she who can give birth to your blessings but can also swallow your problems. I'm going to show it to you. Her mouth can also swallow your problems. Look at Numbers 16 28 to 34. And Moses. Now Moses has just gone through a, 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 a rebellion in the camp that has just shaken the entire uh, ministry. And so now he's coming, he's brought all Israel as a judge. And, he, and he's so angry. And look, but look how God resolves the rebellion of the sons of Korah. And Moses said, Hereby shall you know that the Lord has sent me to do all these works. For I have not done them of my own mind. If these men die the common death of all men. That means the natural death. If they they be visited after the visitation of all men. Then the Lord has not sent me. Look at verse 30. But if the Lord maketh a new thing. Let the earth open her mouth. How did Moses know the earth was a she? God told him. Let her open her mouth. Let the Earth open what? Her mouth. Moses is not speaking to. It. Angels, is speaking directly to the Earth. Let the Earth open her mouth. Watch this now. let it open her mouth. Let it open her mouth and swallow them up with all that pertains to them, and they go down quick into the pit, then you shall understand that these men have provoked the Lord. And it came to pass as he as he made an end of speaking, which means the earth was waiting for him to finish talking. End of speaking means the earth was listening to what he was telling it to do. Oh, come on, people! Is, there, is your Bible saying the same thing? It says when Moses had made an end of speaking all these words, the ground opened up. The, the ground cleaved asunder that was under them, and the earth opened her mouth and swallowed them up, their houses and all the men that pertained to Korah and all their goods. And they and they and all that pertained to them went down alive into the pit and the earth closed upon them and they perished from among the congregation. And all Israel were well, round about them, fled at the cry of them for they said let the earth let the earth swallow me too wow this is interesting Moses is speaking to dirt Moses is speaking to the earth just like God did in Genesis 1 and now the earth is responding to a man exactly as he requested it to do what is interesting if if you really go in the text he was very specific what he wanted the earth to do he said don't just swallow them up swallow even what they own property. Now, how does the earth know the difference between Mr. Lungu's house and Mr. Banda's house? Because if Mr. Banda is innocent, he's, can you imagine, let me tell you something, if we could do a movie, this would be amazing graphics. Can you imagine, it? you are Mr. Banda and Mr. Lungu is one of the people who's in the rebellion. And then the earth opens up and the house is shaking, you say, oh my wife. Then when it's over, Mr. Lungu is gone. Your house, the earth knew where your house was. Did not even touch you. Because the earth hated the man of God and did exactly as he said. And the, which means the earth had the ability to know the difference between Mr. Lungu's house and Mr. Banda's house. And when it was over, only the sons of Korah and their family members were under the ground. Everything swallowed. It's like they never even existed. What happened? Well, I think they're down there. You get what I'm saying? Now, if, I, if I'm Moses, that's when I ask for an offering. <laughs> Trust me. We're going to we'll pay the building fund one day. Once. All right. I want you to stand up. Because, but let me, while you're standing up, while you're standing up, I want to, for the sake of having this on tape, I just want to put it on there. For the sake of this having on tape, while we are standing up, and as we get ready to, to do the prophetic, and do the prayer, and close the service, I asked God, is there a scripture that actually says, speak to the earth? I asked him that. He says, it is. I said, what? He said, it is. Job, Job 12, verse 8. God said, I even taught Job how to do it. And in Job 12 verse 8 it says Oh, speak to the earth and it shall teach thee so that's interesting Deuteronomy 1 verse 1 to 2 again says I'll speak and hear all earth the words of my mouth now here's a thing that I wanted you to understand because this is the this. the earth is so important to God everything God has for you Physically is attached to the earth. If you're gonna be promoted, you're not gonna be promoted by a spirit, you'll be promoted by a man on earth. So the earth is a divine resource center for what God has for you. Have you catch what I'm saying? The womb of the earth is filled. The Bible says the earth is the Lord and the fullness what you know what that means. It means the earth is full. What is full of what? It's full of every resource the heavenly Father intended for you to have till the end of the age. The earth is full. There were times our ancestors were walking, were walking, they were driving with donkeys, not knowing that the earth had Mercedes benz in it. All it needed was somebody with the knowledge to cause the earth to give forth because everything. You know what's interesting about the earth? This is is a phenomenon. He says, says Francis, the earth has the capacity to bring forth what does not look like it. But when that thing dies, it goes back to dirt. How you catch what I'm saying? Trees are dirt. Grass is dirt. Your beautiful clothes are dirt. 100% dirt. Your body is dirt. Good dirt, but dirt. If you die, it goes back to where? Because God got your body not from heaven but from dirt. He got your spirit here, but your body. That you do all the things you do. God is like, look at her. She's doing she's doing an amazing job taking care of that dirt. <laughs> she paid a lot of money to take care of that dirt. <laughs> that's why are you guys what I'm saying that's why I'm telling you when you understand the things of the spirit you understand why God watches the offering plate because it's a phenomenon to see people who spend $200 buying a dress to dress dirt come and give $5 to bless the spirit it's a phenomenon it's like you do more for dirt than you do for spirit no wonder you're not spiritual. Ah, oh, let me go home. Listen. But here's the, here's the thing. The Lord gave me this. This is a big one. I want to end with this and we're going to pray. This is going to blow. Are you ready? This is a bombshell. He's huge. And the Lord just taught me this. He said, Francis, there's something more. Said, What's that? I this was given to me in America later. He said, There's something more. He said, Do you know, son, that the earth was the first creation to test the blood of Jesus before he touched man? I said, No, no, no. You got to show it to me. Luke 22, verse 44. Put it over there. Luke 22, verse 44. And this is important because this is why we can redeem the land. And being in agony, He prayed more earnestly, then his sweat became like drops of blood falling down where? So the curse was wiped away. Why? Who did Allah? Because she was suffering too. She had a womb of blessings for God's people, but the earth was not giving her best to God's children because of the curse. And Jesus knew what happened in the garden to the earth must be solved in the garden. Oh God. Are you ready to pray with me? So here's what we're going to do. We asked the pastors, let me, let me just say this, because you guys are Africans. Africans, you have to explain. You guys are superstitious people. Okay? Listen to me. You're about to take some dirt in your right hand from the buckets. And let me tell you where the dirt came from. The dirt was not, the dirt we guided from the, your grounds here we have to be very. We have to say that. Where where did the dirt come from? I can hear you. I know you. You are Africans. I'm one of you. Where did they come from? Pastor Charles, can you give me a witness? Is this dirt from Celebration Church? But the dirt. We took the soil. Because the soil, they brought it here tonight, represents Zimbabwe. And today, you're going to give this dirt what it has been crying for, the voice of the redeemed. And we're going to wipe out the claims to this land of the sons of iniquity. We're going to release the earth from the burden of having to do what they said it should do. We're going to tell it what to do. For Zimbabwe must, shall be saved. Zimbabwe will be prosperous again. Zimbabwe will become the breadbasket of Africa again. So, Pastor Taz, maybe you can come and tell them just quickly here, if you can just, how we're going to do this. And by the way, don't try to take a lot. Going to make sure I've got them as uh uh-uh, uh just enough. The prophet it's gonna work, amen. Hallelujah. Okay, here, here's what we're gonna do. Uh the ashes with buckets with uh, soil in the aisles so while our ministers are ministering a song you're all going to go to a bucket and get some soil this is not about quantity
4: I want to emphasize this you heard Dr. Miles this is a prophetic act
2: okay so ushers if you're in position just make your way to an usher and get some soil and get back into position and Dr. Miles will come and lead us in prayer. And then at the end, we're all going to come and bring them here. Okay? Thank you. you Lands you could not, houses you could not build, you're about to build. Businesses you could not build, you're about to build. I'm telling you what's going to happen. Amen. Scholarships, education, you, have not, you are about to build. The land is about to be delivered from the altars of ancestors. The land is about to go through a deliverance. And because you live on the land, you are about to enjoy the fruit of the land that's delivered before the courts of heaven. So get it in your hands. Get it in, hand, your, in your hand, just on one, one side. Because I need the other hand to be free because when I use the other hand in the prophetic act, let's, do, let's bless our Elohim God. As they are getting the soil.
4: Whom have I in heaven but thee? Besides thee, I desire nothing on earth. My heart and my flesh are weak and they fail. But God is the strength of my life, the strength of my life.
2: esteem is served nobody must miss this because you live in the same soil you got to shift this thing I hope everybody's got everybody got something you got the soil in your hands I, saw, I said this testimony, morning but I gotta say it again When I after God gave me this revelation I flew to Germany to speak for a friend of mine and an apostle Greg Violi who's doing an amazing work in Europe He's touching thousands of Europeans. The grace on his life is incredible. When he gets a meeting, 10 or 10 or European nations would be represented from Austria, from everywhere. But he was having a hell of a time staying as an American in Germany. The land was trying to spew him out. Oh, the paperwork, the attacks. I mean, it so when I went there, the Lord said to me, he was saying, I don't know what to do. We, we, we might lose the ministry because we have to go back to America if we don't get the paperwork. We can't stay here. The German government is being very difficult. I don't know what to do, but I know God said me what's happening. It's very, I said, bring your entire family. They, so, so they brought their family who came as part of the missions team to work, the, the ministry in Germany. And I said, go and get me some dirt. I said, intimate what's happening to you, the land of Germany. I said, to you, have, you ever spoken to, have you ever spoken to the, to the land of Germany? He says, no, I didn't, I didn't know how he was supposed to. He said, okay, I'm going to show you what God showed me, how to register your name on the land. As God's man. He said, bring everything. And we did the prophetic act we are about to do. And within 24, the first miracle happened within 24 hours while I was still there in Germany ministering for them. Within 48 hours, within 20, 24 hours after we prayed, two of his children who had $120,000 of college debt between them, the college debt got forgiven the following morning. Canceled. And then all of them now had legal in Germany and the daughter who could not get into medical school, they kept rejecting her in Germany, is now in the second year of the medical school in Germany and doing fantastic. Oh, why? Because what we did, we told the land of Germany who he was and the earth had been waiting for him to speak to it. And I'm telling you, their ministry is just exploding in Germany. So this is going to be very powerful. So I want you to pray after me. Remember, it's a word of faith. We live in a what? the spirit of faith comes out of our mouth. Amen. We speak because we believe. So I want you just to speak, pray after me. Amen. At the beginning part, you just pray after me. And then when I'm going to tell you to address the soil, then you can do it. When you address the soil, you're going to open your palm and take one of your finger, one of your finger and point to it as you speak. Why the finger? Because Jesus said, "If I cast out demons, and the finger of God has come upon me." I mean, the finger, Amen. You are the finger of God, Amen. The finger of God represents the kingdom authority coming to something, Amen. So, uh, but for now, just hold it. When I tell now, let's address the soil, then we can do it, okay? But first, we have to come before the Lord. Before you, are you ready for this? Amen. Say, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, I stand in your royal courtroom amen. by the blood of Jesus Christ to receive your righteous judgment over my spiritual inheritance here on earth heavenly father according to psalm 103 and 20 i call upon your holy angels to be supernatural enforcers of this agreement and for the 24 elders to be judicial witnesses to this legal and righteous transaction that I'm here to make with the land of Zimbabwe. I also declare and declare that all the demonic powers that are subverting my destiny here on Earth will respect and honor your righteous judgment over my spiritual inheritance here on earth heavenly father your word says if we confess our sins you are faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness heavenly father forgive me for any ancestry or personal sin that has caused the earth beneath my feet not to give me its fullness. Heavenly Father, before I speak to the soul of Zimbabwe to move in my favor, Heavenly Father, I first choose to forgive every human being who has ever hurt me, even as you forgive me, In Christ Jesus, I let go of every root of bitterness in Jesus' mighty name. Heavenly Father, as I prepare to speak to the earth, the soil in my hand, I denounce all demonic altars and illegal spiritual traits that I. And my forefathers have ever made on Satan's trading floors in the second heaven that have given Satan the legal grounds to subvert my prosperity and the establishment of my destiny here in Zimbabwe. Heavenly Father, I also give up completely anything that I I, or my ancestors have ever gained through unrighteous trade in this nation. I want nothing that comes from the devil. I want only what Jesus gives to me. I repent for all violations against the law of God and His Holiness that me and my sisters created on the devil's trading floors that defiled the land of Zimbabwe. Heavenly Father, I petition Your Royal and Supreme Court to issue a decree releasing me from the spiritual consequences of these illegal trades and demonic altars, I I appeal to the, the precious blood of Jesus to wipe out every sin and iniquity that Satan has been presenting as evidence against me and my bloodline in the courts of heaven. In Jesus' name. Now, open your hands. You're going to begin to speak to the dirt now. Now, when you do it, you do it with authority because you are in authority. Amen? Amen. You are dominion over that. Amen? Amen. So, so open your your hand and just point your finger to the dirt as you speak. You you look at the dirt as you do it. Okay? Say, Heavenly Father, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Christ, I I repent on behalf of this nation. Zimbabwe for all the shedding of innocent blood especially innocent blood that was shed by my natural ancestors where somebody's destiny before the Lord was aborted before its time I decree and declare that I will not be a vagabond a fugitive, a poor person in the land of Zimbabwe. I refuse to be like Cain who was cursed by the ground beneath his feet. I declare and declare that the blood of Jesus Christ now sets me free to prosper here on earth. Now I say Earth, earth, earth. Earth, earth. Hear the word of the Lord. Lord. I I stand before the most high God. The possessor of heaven and earth. And I call his holy angels. To be witnesses. And enforcers. Of this legal and righteous transaction. It is written. In Psalm 24 verse 1 that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof the world and they that dwell in it is also written in Psalm 115 and verse 16 that the heavens of heaven belong to the Lord but the earth he has given to the children of men so earth, earth, earth I speak to you from my place of dominion because my heavenly father gave you to me as an instrument of my blessings heavenly father according to your word you created the earth and filled it with your fullness so that everything I would ever need to fulfill your will for my life will be provided from the womb of the earth heavenly father it is also written in your word that you have given me dominion over the earth so in front of El Elion, the most high God and the Lord Jesus Christ my eternal advocate in the courts of heaven I stand to prophesy and take authority over the soil that this country Zimbabwe stands on. I said earth 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 I commend you now and charge you now in the name of Jesus to open your mouth and vomit all the blessings that the Heavenly Father has ordained for me to possess and enjoy in Zimbabwe from before the foundation of the world. I ask this in the mighty name of Jesus of Nazareth. Hear these words of mine. Earth, Earth, Earth. I now release you. This very moment from any demonic ploy, covenants, altars, curses, hexes or witchcraft spells that you have been subjected to by the children of wickedness who are roaming this nation. I'm taking over in Jesus name as an ambassador of Christ and joined here with Jesus, I release you, earth, 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 from the burden of having to obey the words of the children of wickedness. Earth, 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 I declare and declare that you will no longer be subdued by the evil words. Or incantations of these evildoers who despise the name of the Lord. You are now legally and righteously before the courts of heaven. Relieved of your duty to the children of wickedness. I now implore you in the service of Christ and his kingdom earth, earth, earth hear the word of the Lord I now command you to open your mouth and swallow every witchcraft spell every demonic altar every subversive activity and plan of the enemy to destroy my life and the destiny of the nation of Zimbabwe in Jesus' name I pray. Earth, 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 hear the words of my mouth and release the very best of this land businesses, employments, houses, material blessings, the, the, the wealth of the soil, oil, minerals release it in abundance in accordance with the predetermined counsel of God for this nation of Zimbabwe in Jesus name I pray earth, earth, earth hear the word of the Lord I declare and declare that even my physical body of dirt will never die until my spirit has finished his divine assignment here on earth in Jesus name I pray now lift the sword to the Lord as an offering to him now so you've done your part now it's an offering to him And say, Heavenly Father, and I give this soil that represents this nation that you founded by your mighty hand for all the nations belong to you. Father, I now ask that the judicial testimony of the blood of Jesus will drop over the land of Zimbabwe and wipe out the curses, the defilement that was put on this land by those who went before us. We release the land from their iniquity. We release the land of Zimbabwe from their disobedience. And we give this land of Zimbabwe to the living God. We say, Zimbabwe, we as the children of the kingdom, that you have been waiting for, for it is written that all of creation travels even now for the sons of God to be revealed so that all of creation can be delivered from the bondage of corruption by the liberty of the children of God. Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father I'm here now I'm here. the land now is receiving my voice so I say let this land become the breadbasket of Africa again in Jesus name let it be able to sustain multiple industries in multiple sectors for the glory of your name in Jesus name now if you believe God did it and receive the offering give God a shout and bring the soil and put it back and when you pull it back you'll give God a shout and watch God begin to move in your life hey guys let's who God is in this place come on let's do God is in this place put it back now when you pull it back give God a shout Give God a Taylor presence, you put it back the land. Because you was God. God. God is in the place. Come on. Woo. gonna do your way after this but I gotta say something the Lord says as you are worshiping and dancing before the Lord God gave me a vision and I saw the Lord receive the soil of Zimbabwe in the courts of heaven and his and he says to me and, and then I then I then I heard the Lord say the land is finally quiet. He says, Tell them this is why this turbulence It's not going to be like it was before. You are not going there. There is a divine restraining order in the courts of heaven. You're not going there. Things are about to begin to shift and you'll be like, we did not see this coming. Nations that have never given this money, this nation money, are going to begin to give Zimbabwe money. God is going to begin to do something so right now what I feel before we sing this last song and then I'm going to hand over to the man of God is I feel right now whatever you feel let's pray for our government hold hands let's pray for our government let's pray for our government Pray for your government. They don't know what to do yet. They, they want, come on somebody. They don't like, you're about to see a shift. You're about to see God move. This is bigger than just people in the government. This is about the destiny of a country. God has chosen to be a sheep nation for the last days. God says Zimbabwe is a sheep nation. It's not a God nation. This is a sheep nation. Pray for the government. Pray for the government. Pray for this nation. And watch me move, for the land is finally quiet in the courts of heaven. Oh, Rabbi Sada. Father, we thank you for the government. Oh, God, we pray for the government. From the president to every, to every cabinet minister, to the police, to the commission of the police. We pray, God, for every, every government leader in Zimbabwe. and we say the hand of God would come upon them in this hour and wisdoms like they have never known before would come upon them and God my Lord you are going to be glorified as this nation rises like an eagle once again in the name of Jesus we thank you and we give you the praise, we we give you the praise, you said the government shall be upon your shoulders Jesus move in the government of Zimbabwe, Jesus move in this every sector of this nation Move in the banking sector move in the business sector move in the private sector move in the educational sector move jesus the land is finally quiet in Jesus name cause minerals to be discovered cause oil to be discovered cause natural gas to be discovered cause diamonds to be discovered let the earth show Zimbabwe how the earth can bring it out I ask in the name of Jesus oh god i thank you i thank you and thank you father that every altar every altar that was speaking that was not of god has been sought- I've asked Pastor Tommy to represent the shells. he represents the mother and the father. God wants him to say something before we close the service. I'm telling you, if I be a prophet of God, this nation has, has come to the Beth Canal.
0: Thank you, Jesus. You know, Doc, Dr. Miles, I just feel like even as you've been speaking this word, that there's going to be other economies unlocked just from this word. There's going to be other nations that have that have been groaning that are going to be unlocked because of this word. And it, it'll go to South America. It'll go to Asia. Um, it'll go to Europe. There'll be there'll be nations that have been bankrupt, and this will be the unlocking. And it, because it's so simple, you can catch it in one night. It's so simple. And 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 anyway, I just want to speak that over your life. Um, you know, as as we were praying and as we were looking at this, just this prophetic act, um, I feel like I feel like God would even say that even as the early rains have come, right? It's just a sign of a whole shift. And and even this prophetic act, and it doesn't even have to make sense, right? Like, not too much. We don't have to go back and like figure it out and say, you know, there were some big rocks in my sand and there were some small rocks in his sand. God's doing something incredible in the way that we speak to this land. And so I just feel like God would say, as the, as the early rains have come, so there'll, there's gonna be an early turning point. And, and it wasn't something that was anticipated. And, and the, the, the scripture that I keep hearing is, can a nation be born in a day? Can a nation be born in a day? And, 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 and here's, here's, Dr. Miles, you were saying this today, but as we begin to ask God, what our need is we need to ask from a standpoint of what the nation needs not just what we need so change your need because when God looks at us he sees nations and so it's not about what do I need for me it's what do I need to do what you've called me to for a nation and so as we've spoken to that ground we've spoken to nations we've spoken unto nations on the inside of us and like I said the, the thing that keeps coming back to me is And and you said it, Dr. Miles, you said it's not going to be the same. Can a nation be born in a day? Can we take God at His word? What we did tonight, let's not corrupt it by the words that we say. Let's not corrupt it by by, by, by by the news that we might hear tomorrow. Let's not corrupt it by what we may hear from other people. But let's remember tonight, because tonight's a stake in the ground. We're saying, God, we believe your word. We stand on your word. We declare that this has happened in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
2: Amen. Pastor Thomas, Tommy, as you were talking, I'm just doing this because as you were saying, something got triggered. And God said, just do a prophetic cut again on the, the, the early and the latter rain, all coming in one season on the land. The early and the latter rain. In Jesus' name the early and latter reign of the Lord Jesus. Zimbabwe shall be saved.
0: Thanks for listening. For more teachings and videos, visit celebrationmen.org.